Hello everyone and welcome to Music for a While. I'm Jay Nordlinger, music critic of the New Criterion. The other day, I was writing about the Premier League team, the soccer club, in Newcastle. I could get into why, but it really doesn't matter for our purposes. I had a song in my head. Can you guess? Come You Not from Newcastle, in the arrangement by Benjamin Britten. Do you want to hear Kathleen Ferrier? Of course. Who else, almost? Come you not from Newcastle, come you not there away. Oh, met you not my true love riding on a bonny bay. Why should I not love my love? Why should not my love love me? Why should I not be since love to all is free. Come you not from Newcastle, come you not there away. Oh, met you not my true love, riding on a bonny bay. Why should I not love Come You Not From Newcastle, the British folk song, in the arrangement by Benjamin Britten. The singer was Kathleen Ferrier, the one and only, accompanied by Frederick Stone. There's a new Bond movie, No Time to Die. Again, I have a song in my head. This one is a spiritual. We will hear Kathleen Battle, the soprano, and Christopher Parkening, the guitarist. Keep so busy praising my Jesus. Keep so busy praising my Jesus. Sing a time to die. Cause when I'm healing the sick, I'm praising my Jesus. When I'm healing, when I'm healing the sick. Ain't got time to die. Lord, I 
Got Time to Die, performed by Battle and Parkening, Kathleen Battle and Christopher Parkening. Marvelous. Again, I'm Jay Nordlinger of the New Criterion, bringing you music for a while. If you'd like to subscribe to our podcast, you may do so via iTunes, Google Play, etc. If you'd like to write to me, the address is nordlinger at newcriterion.com. If you'd like to sponsor the show, please let us know. At a Jonas Kaufmann recital in Carnegie Hall, I learned a song, a song I already knew. I'd better explain. Alois Melikar was an Austrian composer who lived from 1896 to 1976. He took a Chopin etude, a piece for piano, and put words to it. He turned the etude into a song. Maybe we should hear the etude all by itself first, the piano piece that Chopin wrote. Our pianist, Maurizio Pollini.
Ladies and gentlemen, that was Chopin's Etude in E Major, Opus 10, Number 3, played by Maurizio Pollini. So, this Melikar, Alois Melikar, he himself wrote the words to his song, his and Chopin's song, In mir klingt ein Lied, a song plays within me. <laughs> I bet it does. We will hear Jonas Kaufmann, the German tenor, and Helmut Deutsch, the Austrian pianist. In mir klingt ein Lied by Melikar with Chopin, an inspired idea. Our performers were Kaufmann and Deutsch. Their Carnegie Hall recital, incidentally, was great. Better than that recording. Did you hear Kaufmann's strain as he went higher? Did you hear some tightness? He was much freer in Carnegie Hall live. Anyway, I reviewed the recital at length at the New Criterion's website, for those interested. Carlisle Floyd, the American composer, especially of opera, passed away at a ripe old age. I couldn't get one aria out of my head. It's probably his best-known aria from probably his best-known opera. The opera is Susanna. The aria is Ain't It a Pretty Night. Let me quote from something I wrote on our website. Ain't It a Pretty Night is one of the most famous and best American arias. It will be sung for as long as people sing, and it will stand for America worldwide. The aria is tender, rhapsodic, inward, and thrilling. Also, thoroughly American. 
Let's hear a great recording, a great recording, by Don Upshaw, the soprano, with the Orchestra of St. Luke's under David Zinman. Like you see in 
by the late Carlisle Floyd, Ain't It a Pretty Night, from Susanna, sung by the soprano Dawn Upshaw, with the Orchestra of St. Luke's, conducted by David Zinman. The opera premiered in 1955. The recording was made in 1995. Another obit. Edita Gruberova, the great, great soprano from Slovakia. She stands as one of the best coloraturas of all time. She stands as a model of bel canto. Her great roles were Lucia, Norma, and so on. Let's hear her as Norma in one of the paradigmatic bel canto arias. Casta diva, of course. Note the beautiful line, the easy phrasing, the perfect ribbon of sound. Yes, this is bel canto.
Casta Diva from Norma by Bellini, sung by the late, great Edita Grubarova, with the Munich Radio Orchestra, conducted by Kurt Eichhorn. I was able to hear Grubarova in the flesh only once. It was at the Salzburg Festival, and Grubarova was Norma in a concert performance of that opera. A performance, by the way, that featured Joyce Di Donato in her first Adalgisa. Gruberova was well past her prime, but I was glad to be in the same room with her, the same house with her. Man should not live by recordings alone, if possible. Bernard Heitink, the Dutch conductor, I heard and reviewed many, many times in Europe and the United States. Let me read to you from something I wrote in 2014. I have heard pantheonic performances from him and total eggs. I remember one Bruckner Eighth in particular. This was with the Berlin Philharmonic Orchestra at the Salzburg Easter Festival in 2003. Google is an indispensable aid here. The performance was great, and Heitink knew it too. As he walked off the stage, he pumped his arms. This surprised and tickled me. I always figured him for a stolid Dutchman. Heitink had off nights like almost everybody, but he was estimable, and I esteem him. He passed away about two weeks ago. Now, you should not excerpt Bruckner. Bruckner needs time to build. You have to take in these symphonies in their totality. You can't parachute into them. Nevertheless, I wish to pay tribute to Bernard Heitink in the last few minutes of the eighth, the symphony number eight. The orchestra is the one Heitink was most closely associated with, the Royal Concertgebouw Orchestra of Amsterdam, his native city. He is, of course, conducting in this recording. So, thanks for joining me, everybody. Isn't it great to have music?